Hello, world singers. My name is Brooke. And I'm Tyler. And this is Cosmere Cosmere Conversations. Welcome back, Brooke. It is fantastic to have the Cosmere duo back together again and everybody else who's listening in. So glad you made it back after our break. Yeah, it's definitely nice to be back. And we have excitement to announce today. We have put something together that we're going to have a lot of fun with. We hope that everyone else will join us for the fun. But even if you don't, Brooke and I will have fun with it. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) We've been discussing this now for way too long off mic. And we finally have decided to share the Cosmere cage match with our fans. Cosmere cage match. Ding, ding. That was perfect. We have spent some time putting together a little bit of may madness brackets for you we have a list of cosmere characters that we are going to put in a head-to-head matchup through multiple different rounds to eventually have one greatest combatant of the cosmere yeah (laughs) the whole concept behind the cosmere cage match was to fill the gap in this long drought where Brandon is both recovering from Oathbringer by probably writing like four different books uh, in in different non-Cosmere uh, worlds. I think he's working on... Unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, it's good stuff. Go out and read and support, uh, but it's not Cosmere and therefore we are slightly sad. <laughs> and so we are doing this instead. I've been taking this opportunity to recruit new Cosmere fans. <laughs> I think that's what we should all Which, be doing. Yeah, it's been really great. <laughs> the Cosmere Cage match is going to offer up some unique battle situations. And we wanted to use this episode to both launch the bracket uh, as well as discuss and kind of introduce our rules and thoughts yeah, behind so the Cosmere. We'll kind of set down the ground rules. Bracket is live, so go take a look. Um, so the idea is that all of these characters across different worlds in the Cosmere will be randomly assigned to fight each other. And I think our concept is that they are at their best As we see them in the books without going into any kind of god power. Yes. So this is kind of the basic, simple rule that we want to apply because we don't want to be restrictive. There is an opportunity for our fans to vote. Uh, We're going to use some Google Forms because I like them and I'm going to collect uh, and make little charts with all the winners and stuff. Uh, and it's easy if we can use Google Forms. So we're going to do that in part because it also allows for our fans to vote on each individual matchup and, if they would like, provide uh, a detailed 
reasoning or rationale or description of the fight as they imagined it. Yeah, so like try not to get too hung up on things. Just like decide what you think a fair fight would be and then you can tell us about that scenario in the comments. Absolutely. So that comment section, I hope, is utilized by people who are going to great lengths in their imaginations to imagine these fights. Uh, And then we, on our follow-up episodes that we have as part of the Cosmere Cage Match, we will be discussing individual fights and then using some fan commentary uh, to hopefully support and add some colorful commentary as well. So we're going to keep it pretty basic in terms of the rules, uh, and we don't want to be too restrictive. If you want to be more restrictive, go ahead and imagine that. Imagination. I had to do a hand motion, and I broke things as I was hand motioning. So, yeah, again, just like whatever you think would be a fair fight, you know, at the, the, the best power of these characters, go with that. Just keep the one... I'll say two limits. The two limits that we have are the fight exists on an infinite plane with no discernible advantages or disadvantage to any characters. Like it's not happening on the shattered planes where you got to jump over or use bridges or something like that. It's just a flat plane. Uh, Brooke had a fun little image in her mind that I hope she will share and maybe some of our fans will uh, utilize. And if anyone wants to do some artwork, I would really appreciate this idea coming to to the fold. Go ahead, tell them. I imagine it like Super Smash Bros, where the two characters just like appear in the fighting ring and they're just like, go! And then... And they're like jumping all over the place and like they each have their own little powers that they bring. And along these lines, we have, so you can imagine it as an infinitely flat plane or (laughs) Or Super Super Smash Smash Bros. We have this idea that the characters are just instantly dropped in to this flat plane. Just ding, ding, fight. They have no prep time. They have no necessary knowledge of the other person do we want to say if they know the other person that they face up so for example if one of the matchups happens to be uh dalinar versus kaladin they know each other so should should we pretend like they have lost their they have some type of amnesia (laughs) i think i think that's going to make it more interesting if they you should just keep it as like Everything they know, they know. So if they, they're two friends that drop in, then it becomes a more interesting battle because they like they know each other and like eh. they'll fight differently. I mean, I guess that can be something that fans can decide for themselves. Totally. But we're basically thinking like there's no prep time. There's no Batman situation where he gets to like do research or Yasna gets to learn all about. Yeah, they don't get to like study their opponent and then yep. train for a month and then come to the fight. It's Super Smash Bros. You get dropped in. Go. Exactly. And this is what I love of just the Super Smash Bros idea is just like you remember being 12 years old and like seeing a <laughs> character for the first time and being like, I don't know what they can do. And like you stay away from them for a little while till you figure out what the other person is going to throw at you that's what's going to be going on so we wanted to take a moment before we announce the bracket and the individual matchups to talk about kind of the list of characters that we selected and didn't select yeah we put out a post on reddit and we got a lot of 
uh, suggestions for who we could possibly include. We talked about pretty much all of the characters in the Cosmere. So much time off mic just <laughs> discussing yeah, different Who should characters. be in, who shouldn't be in. So some people, you know, you won't see on here either because they're not really a combatant type. Yes. Yeah, so the point of this cage match is to determine who's the best combatant in the Cosmere. Unfortunately, that means that... For some of you out there, maybe your favorite character isn't going to be included because they're really not a combatant. Yeah. And we just, we didn't think it would be fair to face these people off when it would just kind of be a one-sided assault and death uh, in, in a very horrific fashion. We didn't want a bunch of those to just like watch people's favorite well, characters. Well, your head die. just got cut off. The other reason that a character may not be included is because they are overpowered. Did you want to mention some of the characters that we excluded because they were we thought they were too powerful? Sure. Uh, well, I know one that we had talked about was Amaram as, at the end of yes. Oathbringer. But as far as we can tell, he would have had access to like all of the surges and he is like connected to an unmade and that just seemed way too, one, powerful and too unpredictable since we don't technically know the full extent of that power and then if you take that away from him like he's just a regular shard bear yeah yeah so that's like kind of boring well and we have that in other yeah. forms too yeah, as well exactly. so uh that type of restriction about like when a character that we may know and have followed goes up a tier um and you know, becomes like kind of at the God tier level. Yeah. Like Lord want, ruler. Yeah. So we wanted to exclude people that had maybe, uh, either been a sliver uh, for a time yeah. or, um, had some type of bonding with the unmade. So we didn't include some of the most powerful characters for the same reason. They would just wipe through yeah. our bracket and it wouldn't really be much of an interesting conversation. So, you and mentioned then, Lord Ruler. Who is the other one? Oh, Susbron, the God King from yeah. Warbreaker. Yeah. And then kind of going along with that, we also excluded characters that we felt we didn't have enough information Who might about. be great combatants yeah. and could compete, but we didn't have... It opened it up to too much speculation. And we were trying to just kind of eliminate some of the speculation that would be possible because we found out firsthand that it's basically endless if you just want to speculate yeah. on what powers could be. So, for example, one of the newest Radiants that was introduced is Malata, and she is a Radiant who has the ability of division. We see that barely being shown in Oathbringer. Like, it, it's not used in any type of combat format. It's it's just a kind of introduction to the power, and we don't really know what is possible. Yeah, so we can make a ton of guesses about what she might be able to do, but there's just not enough concrete evidence to really be able to say. So we wanted to kind of just put these, what we think are relatively simple limits on the cage match to make it as kind of fair across the board uh, as we could imagine. So we are picturing everything on a flat plane when the characters are at their best as shown in the books. All right, let's see who we've got matched up. And this is the first time that we have seen 
the bracket as well oh, because dang, it that first one is randomizes instantaneously. Who snaps? <laughs> okay, that's such a good first battle. <laughs> so, what's going to happen is that the day this podcast goes live, which is going to be Tuesday, I'm also going to include in the show notes in all the links on our Cosmere Convo page. There's going to be links so that everyone is able to view the entire bracket and there's going to be links to our Google form where you can vote on the result of individual matchups. Brooke, why don't you start by telling us, we're just going to go down the list, but like what's the first matchup? Okay, first matchup is Light Song versus Kelsier. Light Song? I feel like this is a real tough matchup. Uh, but yeah, I think we so too. can't, we can't start talking about the details yet. We, we, we can't. Okay. Get- but I think we should just like kind of stipulate. Cause I think, and we talked about this a little bit that light song sort of seems God powered at first, but he is able to be killed like in a very normal, yeah. In a normal fashion. human way. If you stab him in the heart, he's going to die. Yeah. Um, but he has increased physical strength, speed, power, you know, he's super tall, super buff. Um, but he doesn't have very much fight training. So on and so forth. Like, imagine Light Song at his best, which is definitely when he is a returned. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, also put all the restrictions on a return. Don't give him any extra powers or anything like that. Like, yeah. just what was seen in the books, that's what the power. So Kelsier is a full Mistborn. And when we get to other Mistborns as well, we'll just say this. We are going to imagine that for most of our Mistborn fights, for Kelsier and all of our Mistborn combatants, there are no god medals available. Like that is ATM being the one that we're referring to. It is literally accessing the ability of a god. uh, And we feel that all type of god artifacts, god powers, temporary access to the spiritual realm uh that's all taking the normal combatants and turning them into something else and we don't do that in our fight you can imagine it differently you know maybe in one of these you're like what if it had atm and you just want to talk it out that's what the comment section is for brooke what's our next matchup Second matchup is Tensoon versus Vin. Oh, that kind of breaks my heart. A little bit. Oh, I mean, obviously. No, I don't want them to fight. They formed one of the best relationships that we saw uh, over kind of the final two Mistborn Era 1 books. So as we said, Vin, no access to ATM, Tensoon. It, we are imagining at his very best through all books. So... Whenever you think Tensoon is his very best, that is what he is, or that is when the fight is taking place for him. Cool. Next matchup is Aishinai versus Vivenna. Wow. Ooh. Interesting That's matchup. super interesting. I really like that. So we'll just kind of speculate now with our shard bears. I would say that Aishinai is her best when she has Blade and plate and is in war form that's yeah i would agree with that now, some people might say storm form 
That's fine. I think because she's like kind of possessed in storm form, that sure. war form is better. But again, that's something you can decide and put in your comments to us. Exactly. But the blade and plate, I would say, is when she is her best uh, as a combatant. And so that is what she gets. The Vena, I think, is her best also in Oathbringer. Yeah. And like not in her original book. So I would take her as someone who has definitely access to uh multiple breaths and has good command and a, a knack for and she awakenings. has that weird sword she definitely 100 percent has her in quotes shard blade uh which is really like night blood 2.0 yeah yeah so she has uh and i guess we don't really know what the powers of it are but she has a blade but she has a blade that can fight shard blades absolutely whatever we've seen in the books at their best that's what they have and so she has an awesome blade that we maybe not know the full extent of but we know it's pretty good our next matchup is lift versus shallan that kind of breaks my heart too (laughs) man Interesting matchups here. I, I like where this is going. Uh, so when we look at Shallan, we had a conversation in one of our Oathbringer breakdowns, one of our fan moments they pointed out. Uh, Shallan. It's speculated that she's seen at one point with a shard plate. Yes. And summoned shard plate at the yeah, end. Yeah, so of, I think you can decide if you think that that is a real thing, if you think it's just an illusion and she doesn't get the shard plate. But I definitely think like she is at her best in that final battle at Oathbringer when she's creating all the different um projections. I'm trying not to run ahead and imagine all of these battles cuz we can't do it yet. We're just introducing everything. I think the next one is going to be fun as well. We have Wax versus Adolin. Now, how does... That's a pretty interesting battle. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a fun one right there. How does a shard blade interact uh, with anything that Wax oh. can bring to the table? You mean, is it able to be like pushed and pulled? I would assume no, because it's Ooh, like a... There's for sure of, a word of Brandon about that. Well, we know that any type of metal that is inside a person, earring being the kind of key one that's always mentioned, that is harder to push and pull. Um, and it's... Yeah, but that doesn't apply to a shard blade. Well, I think it kind of does, only because... the And this is just my speculation. I think... A shard blade, in part, is piercing someone's spiritual web in the Mm -hmm. way that the physical thing, like a spike or an Mm -hmm. earring, is piercing someone's physical body. I mean, I know this for sure has been asked of Brandon, so we should just find the word of Brandon. Well, we just looked up the latest word of Brandon, and he said specifically uh, that shard blades can be pushed and pulled, but... It would take a abnormal amount of power to do so. Conventionally, no. That was his quoted. So possibly with like a, a boost of duralumin. Something could happen. Could, yeah, get yeah. some kind of purchase. But not with a normal. Uh, Push-pull. Exactly. Yeah. So I like it. Adolin, plate, blade, wax, cool. all of his weapons, all Ooh. of his. Okay, 
question. Yes. I well, I would assume Wax has his pistols. Yeah. And his little hooky thing, uh, like all of his cool stuff. His grappling hook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a hooky thing, obviously. Okay. Yeah, okay. we know what I'm still talking about. People, back me up. All right. We want to move on to our next battle. That's such a straight up awesome Super Smash Brothers moment. <laughs> I'm just like wax dropping in, Adolin dropping in, hooky thing to start. I'm sorry. We can't. We can't go in yet. Too deep. Next battle. Tell us about it. We have Kentim versus Renarin. I like it. And I like all the possibilities that we have with different crossovers. I don't think we need to say too much about that. Uh, Renarin yeah. definitely has a blade if he wants it. Uh, and you think that's him at his best. Uh, Ken is obviously a full Sandmaster, Sandmaster uh, at his peak in volume two. Mm-hmm. Our next matchup is Kaladin versus Zazed, or Zazed. Now, I wanted to clarify that that is Zazed as Zazed and not anything else that he might become. It is the character of Zazed at his peak, which I always thought was the battle at the end of Well of Ascension. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Uh, so. So he's got like... Fully stored metal mines. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the best we've seen of Zazed as a combatant was in that battle in book two. Yeah. And then, ooh, a tough matchup uh, for the Colin family. Oh, no. We have oh. Dalinar versus Yasna. No. Dalinar <sighs> versus Yasna. What? That is- How do you even decide who wins that battle? What? Fans bring it out. Oh, dang. I can't wait to hear people's comments on this one. That is super oh. interesting. Now, we've talked about Dalinar quite a bit uh, because he is simultaneously one of the best combatants in the Cosmere and one of the most powerful people that we are aware of so far. Uh, but the question would be, when is Dalinar at his best as a combatant? Yeah, that's... It's, There's a lot of ways you could go with that. I completely agree. So some people are going to say he's best in Oathbringer, the most recent stuff. Um, right. Like, when is he's he a best Knight Radiant, at a Knight's Radiant without Blade and Plate? Is he best in Way of Kings yeah. with Blade and Plate, but not Knight's Radiant? Is he best pre-story as the blackthorn yeah yeah you gotta make that call of like what do you think is his best as a combatant we will discuss these all in a lot of detail but i think the decision that is made about the decision is yours yes exactly tell us all of your comments on this (laughs) battle i am stoked for it Okay, so that is all of the fights for round one, ending with Dalinar versus Yasna. The Google Forms, find it, select who you think is going to be the winner, and if you would like, you can add some comments as well. We're going to continue to read off the rest of the bracket, but if you look online at the overall bracket, In order for it to play out correctly, there is kind of a first round bye. All of this was randomly seeded, so I didn't like pick anybody to uh, be the first round seed and get a bye. It just happened randomly. So 
that is round one that we have just discussed. And now we're going to look at the round two fights uh, that we know so far, just so everybody knows all of the combatants that exist. Okay, what do we got next? Oh, wow. This is interesting, too. Okay, so we have, uh, I mean, I have my initial things, but it's also interesting. We have Morrissey versus Vasher. At their best, but Vasher but no nightblood. does not have nightblood. Nobody has nightblood. So Vasher can... He definitely has the... What is it called? Awaken. Yeah, Awaken. And I'm, he's definitely got his skills as a combatant. Sure. Swordmaster. Uh, I was going to say, does he have a different sword? Yeah, I have no problem someone giving him a sword. Okay. Um, and then Marasi has her pistols. Yep. And she is able to do her time dilation thing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. At at her best. So I would say she has, like, by book three, she has relatively good control and, like, has been practicing Mm -hmm. and can make it, like, room size. So that's an interesting thing. We'll see how that one plays out. Uh, Our next one, wow, this is, again, (laughs) 100% random, 100%. But we have Hoyd versus Miles 100 Lives. Miles is going up against the Cosmere's craziest character okay so people are gonna have some problems with this battle look a lot of people said we shouldn't include hoid i included hoid because yes he is super powerful but we also have a word of brandon saying that he has difficulty hurting other people so i think those two things balance out pretty good lots of power but like can't hurt anyone that's interesting i think i think it is interesting i don't think he is the traditional combatant uh, yeah exactly but as one of the characters that is most cosmere crossover we felt like we just couldn't leave him out of the ultimate crossover cage match okay so yeah that we already know i don't know what people are gonna say hit us up i'm so excited (laughs) about this for our next fight we have hrathen the Elantris Dakur Monk versus Spook. Oh, Spook. Yeah. And so. And we're saying Spook is a tin savant. And a, a pewter hemallergic spike. Because he has that in book three before he has inter- any interaction yeah. with a god. Basically. Well, no, isn't that his primary interaction with. With Ruin. Yeah. I'm saying before he gets boosted uh, to become... Oh, a full Mistborn? Yes, and Lord Mistborn. Okay. So I'm, I'm basically saying, like, give him his best before he was lit- his literal spirit web was rewoven uh, by Harmony. Okay. Uh, he had the spike, hemallergic spike with Pewter, and he was a natural tin savant. Yeah. Okay. So I think... That's kind of a cool battle. I I really like that idea of just spook in that two power stage. Like it's so different than anybody else. Yeah. And and the tin savant angle is really weird when you start adding in like tin savant gives you perfect balance. Yeah. And a lot of other like he's daredevil basically. Yeah. He, I mean, <laughs> he's more powerful, I would say than daredevil. Cause it's all senses are boosted. Like daredevils, yeah. you know, it depends on what type of version you're talking about daredevil, but like he's supposed to have enhanced senses, uh, across the board. 
but I would say Tin boosts you even more. Than yeah, Daredevil. but Daredevil has more of a fighting background and Spook doesn't. That's true, but with it did talk about in book three how he was a much more proficient fighter as he became uh, more yeah. Tin enhanced. Sure, sure. So. All right. Oh my oh. gosh, <laughs> what? This battle is insane. <laughs> Oh man! Our last battle (laughs) is Wayne versus Zeth. Zeth Sun Toro. Yeah, and then Zeth. Caveat there is that Zeth does not have night blood. However, this was another interesting thing that we talked about. I think Zeth is his best as a full radiant uh, of the Skybreaker Order at the end of Oathbringer. Which means, and we saw this in book, he definitely bonded a spren to become a full radiant. And so I would still say that he is a skybreaker radiant with a shard blade or with a spren blade, but he can't have night blood because I consider that a different character who we did not include <laughs> because he is too crazy. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess that's interesting. We could have included night blood. Uh, in a similar way like we included Hoyd, but I feel like he would either either it would be kill like, instantly yeah. whoever he was fighting or it would have no effect whatsoever on yeah. maybe some character who's just able yeah, to Yeah, and it would just be like stalemate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we left out Nightblood, but nobody gets Nightblood. Yep. I, oh, I, sorry, Nightblood. You can decide for yourself, <laughs> audience members, if you think Zeth is best with an honor blade or if, like me, you think he's best as a Skybreaker, uh, that is up to you. And that's why we have the comment section. All right. That's our bracket. Yay. It's finally happening. It is here. <laughs> the bracket's going to be live. The Google form with each fight as something that you can vote for is also live right now. Please, please go find the Google form. Look at the bracket. Make your decisions. Write up some stuff. Put your votes in. Yes. Vote for these things. We will get your feedback. We will record. Yeah. So we'll be back and we will go through all of these battles in a little bit more detail. Talk about who we think would win. And then we'll also work in a few of the uh, listener comments and votes. Uh, we'll tally up the votes and see what who, who won the popular vote. <laughs> um, and then we'll have our new matches. Yes, and we'll announce the next round in our next episode after doing all that discussion. I'm super excited about this. Me too. Until next time. Life before death. Strength before weakness. Journey before destination.